Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Co-hosting the show with me, say hello to Jim Barrier. Hey, it just seems like it was here a few weeks ago. <laughs> well, that might have been because you were here a few weeks ago. There you go. Well, I'm happy to be here. Now, I have to get something out of the way here, because being the resident sportscaster on your show, you know, I have a flawless record. I make predictions, and I haven't been right once. But, it has been pretty flawless. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a perfect record one or the other. The Indy 500 is next Sunday, and today they finished qualifying. So I will predict that the winner of the race will be someone from Chip Ganassi's team. And those drivers are Alex Palau from Spain, Takumo Sato from Japan, Scott Dixon from New Zealand, or Marcus Ericsson from Sweden. That's right. <laughs> There's not going to be any Americans hardly running. But one is my newest, my favorite new race car driver name. This kid's a 21-year-old rookie, and this is his name, Stingray Rob. <laughs> That sounds like a good name for a racer. It's it's his born name. He's starting second to last out of 33 cars, so I don't expect much, but I just love his name. Anyway, I'll report back next week. Brennan will be sure to uh, remind us how I did on my prediction. Oh, I'm sure we won't let you forget how you did, Jim. (laughs) Judging by his luck, Steenray is going to run right into the first turn, not even making it. He's like, I was just too nervous. Uh, I don't know what happened. Well, historically, I've done well predicting indie winners I, I i went about a third of the time i picked the, the the winner so that's pretty good the sport has changed so much and it's just it's very very hard it's and it's so competitive and these guys are running so fast and anything can happen and usually does is what yogi Berra once said so let's move on to some other things now this is another thing this is a burning question that i've had and i finally decided to bring it up on your show, because you're a Christian apologist, and so you have to study these things and be knowledgeable about these things, Bob. So, if we follow the science, <laughs> which I don't know what that means anymore, but if we follow the science, this is what we've been told for years. There have been at least five major ice ages in Earth's history. Now, between these ice ages, there have been ice-free events, even in the high latitudes. And these are called greenhouse periods. In the current cycle, temperate as well as severe periods occur. The colder periods are called glacial periods. The warmer periods are called interglacial periods because they're in between glacial periods. The glacial periods and interglacial periods coincide with changes in the Earth's orbit and the tilt of the Earth's axis. That's scientific reality for the people that study that stuff and don't care about being politically correct and selling things. So those ages are basically determined by the Earth's orbit and the Earth's axis. Now, we have been in an interglacial period for around 11,700 years. 11,700 years we've been in this interglacial period. The next period won't begin for at least 50,000 years. This is what they tell us. Now, here's where, this is where my burning question is. The first commercially successful internal combustion engine was created around 1860 AD, 11,000 years into the current cycle. My question is, how did glaciers melt 
without the aid of man's influence and automobiles. Yeah, yeah that, that was going to be my question. That was going to be my response. How in the world did the Ice Age melt when human beings weren't here with their carbon emissions? Yeah, yeah, and it's, just, it's an honest question. I, it really is an honest question. I think it's it, a kind of honest question that answer. could get you kicked off of YouTube. <laughs> well, the fact checkers. The fact checkers will yeah. say no. The first engine was in 1861, <laughs> or something. You know, <laughs> that's how they do that stuff. So anyway, that's just been something that's been bugging me, and I finally put it into words and brought it to your show. And hopefully, someone listening out there will be challenged by that, or at least have some food for thought. And you can do this, folks. Uh, you can look that stuff up. It's all in there. But just ask people questions. They start talking about the current global warming is man-made. You say, well, how do you explain glacial ages? without man and his machines. It just, well, Jim, it won't matter. They will consider it a blasphemous question because the science, so-called, of global warming yeah, has yeah. become a religion. Yeah. And I'm not saying the world isn't warming. I'm saying the jury is out yeah. as to whether it's being caused by people. And we've had warming and cooling trends before. Yeah. So should the yeah. government be taking over our lives over it and telling us what to yeah. eat and what to drive and whether or not we can yeah. have a refrigerator or an air conditioner or an oven? That's the yeah, more important I, it question. is. Yeah, it's a control thing. And then that's, yeah, just in human history, there has been warming and cooling. But on the big picture for people that believe all of that, that's the reality. We go from one to the other. Now, personally, and this is another thing, I've mentioned this before, but I think much of what has been attributed to glaciers could have also been affected by a global aquatic catastrophe. Such as the flood? <laughs> Well, no, no. Global aquatic catastrophe. You say flood, right away you're going to get sick. Oh, that's right. Uh, so <laughs> Even though every global. ancient culture has their own flood story, and we oh, have yeah, the, on yeah. top of our highest yeah. mountains, we have fossils of marine life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I use the term global aquatic catastrophe. Well, that sounds much more PC, Jim. Good for you. <laughs> so, anyway, that's fodder for another show. Maybe we'll do a show about the flood some night. Yeah, um, that would be fun. Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.